Gentlemen, welcome to the Alpha M Podcast. Wherever you are right now listening to this, I want to thank you for your support. In this podcast, you'll get my views on lifestyle, self-improvement, and business, all in an aim to unlocking your confidence and helping you feel the best you can every day of your life. Also, at any time during this podcast or if any of my videos have helped you in the past, please feel free to leave a rating and a review on the platform you're listening to this. Five stars, of course, would be awesome, but I'll leave that up to you. Every week, we're going to read out and feature a few of my personal favorite reviews. So lock in and enjoy today's episode. Gentlemen, what is going on? I would like to officially welcome you to the third edition of the Ask Alpha series that I've been putting together. I really love doing these question and answer videos because it allows me an opportunity to talk a little bit about about myself, which is one of my favorite topics. I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. Anyway, um, no, seriously, it allows me to sort of connect with you on a different level. You know, YouTube and, and the way that I've sort of built my business around, you know, putting together, you know, videos with sponsorships, there's always like, there's always a purpose to each of the videos, right? To talk about tips or lifestyle tricks in order to help you be better. But in terms of just a place where I get to just casually kick it and talk a little bit about me, you know, what you guys are possibly interested in finding out about me on a, on a personal level, I just love doing it. And I love the fact that, that we're able to do this and we're kind of like on this journey together. Because just like you, this is my journey, right? I don't know what the next five years looks like. I don't know what next year looks like. I'm just trying to be the best version of myself, just, just like you. And so it's kind of cool just to connect with you on, on a more low-key level. And so I got a few questions, actually six questions, that I'd like to get into, if you don't mind. And I appreciate you sort of you know, giving me the support and love that, that you always do. I mean, it really, truly... It means the world to me. The first question comes from our friend Jake Christopher. Jake Christopher, what's going on? Little, little, little knuckle bump for you for hanging out. And this is a great question and something that I've definitely faced um, <laughs> a lot. Um, he says, how many times have you thought about giving up and what stopped you? You know, this whole concept of giving up is something that we all are going to face. Whether or not you are trying to start a business, you're trying to do something cool, you're trying to, you know, go after a girl, you're trying to do like something that's hard, something that's not like super easy. If it's challenging, you're not going to get it just like that, right? And I think that one of the mistakes that a lot of people, you know, or or one of the one of the mistakes that I faced, I should say, I can't I can't paint the picture for you, is that a lot of times like I'll start something and think that it's going to be easy, right? I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do this and then I'm going to do this and then, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it, right? And the reality is if you are trying something that is, that is worth it, meaning like if you're trying something that's awesome and that's going to truly make you happy and better, it's going to be challenging and you're going to stumble and you're going to have roadblocks. You're going to have people in the back of your head saying you can't, you shouldn't, you won't, you don't even need to try because you're definitely not going to get this right. You know, I think we've all, we've all had those people in our life and we've all had those little demons in the back of our head telling us that we shouldn't, we should stop and we should just give up. And I think for me, you know, the thing that stops me from giving up is I'm really hard-headed, right? And I, for some reason, believe that I can accomplish anything I want to if I just try hard enough or figure it out. Now, sometimes, you know, I, I find out that I was wrong. Sometimes I find out that, you know what, no, this, this isn't for you, or you try something and you even realize that 
it's not what's going to make you happy. It's not really fulfilling. And you want to try something else. You know, I think that in today's like hustle culture, you know, you hear everybody talking about like, just keep grinding, just keep going, keep going. And eventually you're going to make it right. Now, in theory, that's amazing and, and great and everything. But sometimes the best thing you can do is to give up or to stop going after something that's just not just not fruitful. Um, Kevin O'Leary actually said something that, that I love. Um, we, I did a, a, a video with him where we sort of answered some of his business questions. And somebody asked, like, when do I know when it's time to sort of stop or give up or quit? And he said, three years. That's the number. If you have invested your time, your energy in something and it's not paying off or you're not seeing progress or you're not seeing sort of like, hey, this is cool, things are starting to happen, three years, it's time to probably like shoot the bleeding dog. There's a saying like, you got to know when to shoot the dog, three years. Now, I guess it really depends on what you're going after. You know, if it's a relationship and you're like, yo, there's some spicy ass senorita I'm going to get with and, and you try and like three years, like if, don't wait three years if things aren't going in the right direction. Um, you know, you just have to be honest with yourself. And, and for me, part of the honesty comes with facing the reality. You know, I can want something a lot. I can want and I can try and I can put every ounce of my energy and soul into into doing something, but I've done that and, and it hasn't worked out. And one of the best things that I've done, especially like with my fitness center, was know that it, it, it was time to move on. Now with that situation, you know, I would have, if I could have sold kidneys in order, like mo multiple, both of them, if I could have sold my kidneys in order to keep that business going, I would have, but I just ran out of options. I'm not the smartest tool in the shed in terms of reading the writing on the wall. And that was my dream from the age of like 12 years old. And so, you know, thinking about actually stopping, for me, the hardest thing about that was not knowing what my plan B was. I didn't have any other like fallback plan. And I'm not saying that's right, but I think that if you are somebody who is hard-headed like me, oftentimes you don't allow yourself even to get into that space. Like, well, what if this doesn't work out? What am I going to do after that? You know, it's challenging, but you've just got to be honest with yourself. And if you're not seeing progress, even if it's little progress and you're moving in the right direction, and if you're not loving something or even liking it, it's probably time to, to give up. Um, there have been multiple businesses that I have, quote unquote, given up on. You know, my fitness center, I had to give up on that. Um, the fashion anchor, I started that business. Um, I had to, I gave that up. I quit because it just wasn't, it wasn't doing it for me. And I wasn't, I wasn't passionate about it, and, and when you start realizing that you have limited time, you've got limited bandwidth, you've got limited energy, you've really got to determine and be selective with what you actually apply yourself and what you, you, you do give the limited resource, which is your time, your energy, your passion. That one, got rid of that. Ollie, the teeth whitening thing, got rid of that. Now, you guys, I, I didn't really talk about that, but that was something that, that I stopped doing a long time ago. Um, I just stopped promoting it. I stopped talking about it. But that was a very hard decision because when I started that business with my friends, the reason I started that business, it wasn't necessarily for me. It was for, I, I, I wanted to help my friends start a business that would rely on not me to promote it in order for them to be financially successful. Um, I'm going to get into, there's another business question in this blog. Um, that asked me about my businesses, my current businesses, and, and what I see in terms of the future, which we're going to get to a little bit later. Um, but, you know, 
all of my businesses that are currently going, they're for me, right? I started it because I loved something. I wanted to try it, and it was a passion for me. Now, I think the term passion gets tossed around a lot, and I think sometimes it gets a little bit misguided, and, and people think that, okay, if I'm passionate about something, it's going to be easy. If I'm passionate about something, it's going to, you know, it's going to work, and, and it's going to be fun all the time. You can be passionate about something, but this doesn't mean that you're not going to have to struggle and you're not going to have to face some real challenges. So Ollie was one of those businesses that I was doing and I started for the wrong reason. Um, some, anyway, I'll get a little bit more into that another time. Um, you know, I started making accessories like beaded bracelets. I did apparel. I had a membership website. I've had a lot of things that have not worked out. And for me, it was just being honest with myself, with my time, and what I was passionate about. And really, you know, going after the things that, that I loved and that I saw were being, were being beneficial. But one of the things and, and the reasons why you need to really be honest with yourself is that sometimes it's, it's time to, to give up and, and shoot the bleeding dog, as they say. But great question. The second let's try that again. The second question from our friend Arturo. What's up, Arturo? Good to be here with you, brother. Um, have you ever have you been affected um, in quarantine, and what have you learned? Of course, right? We've all been affected by this quarantine thing. You know, it's funny. My routine hasn't changed like drastically. You know, I have my office. It's just me, and so for me. I can come here, I do my work, I do my thing, I film my videos, I go home. So I live a pretty isolated life. Um, but the things that I really love doing are like going out to eat, working out with my friends at the gym, like things like that definitely have been affected. Um, going to Chicago, traveling a little bit, even though I don't love to travel, that has been affected. And so the things that I've really learned is that, I don't know, I mean, it's... <laughs> It kind of sucks. <laughs> it kind of sucks because it's sort of like one of those things where it's like, even though like my routine has not changed, like, like I, 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 I want to be doing things. And it's like, you tell me I can't do something and it's like, I want to do it even more, right? And so just being social, I didn't realize how much I enjoyed just people watching and being around people and going to, you know, parties with my friends and just hanging out, having barbecues and, and just chilling and not worrying about hugging my mom and giving her a virus that kills her, you know? Um, one of the hardest things, if I'm being honest, the hardest thing for me and my wife during this whole quarantine time is not being able to see her mother. Her mother is at like a senior like facility. Um, we moved her here a few years ago. And, um, and so it's, it's real close to our house. And every day, part of our routine or my routine is to go and see her. At lunchtime, I take a break from, you know, this filming and doing my business, and I go see her. Um, the interesting thing about uh, my, my wife's mom is that my wife was estranged from her um, for, I mean, years. She left, my wife left home when she was 16 years old. And so there was a lot of, like, substance abuse and just not, not a pretty picture. And so I had never met her mother until, like, literally, like, four years ago. My wife and I have been together for, like, I don't know, like, like 17 years. Um, she didn't come to our wedding. And so I really had no relationship with her mother. She started suffering from dementia. So we ended up having to take care of her. We moved her here. Unfortunately, we're in a position where we could afford to put her in a really great facility right down the road from us. That means that we can go over and see her and she's taken care of. And, and it's been awesome. And honestly, it's been very therapeutic for my wife to sort of take care of her again. And it's crazy. 
um, it was crazy to watch what happened. You know, my wife harbored a lot of, you know, anger, a lot of resentment. But as soon as the mother needed us, it's like all that, like, like vanished. And she went right into, like, the nurture mode. And so, um, you know, it's been, it's been awesome. It's been awesome hanging out with her and seeing her, even though, you know, she's, she's slipping. She has dementia. It's still, it's still cool. And we've missed that. I mean, we haven't been able to, you know, go in a room or give her a hug or give her a kiss or, or anything for, you know, for months now. And I really miss that, and I know that my wife does. We call her every day, and she's in a great place, but, but that's been hard. Um, that's been, for me, it's, it's been the hardest thing about this. The next question comes from our friend Lewis. What up, Lewis? Good to be here with you, brother. Thank you for asking a question. And this is a great question, one that I love talking about. Where do you see your brands heading in the next five years? Enemy, Pete and Pedro, Tej, and the Alpha M brand. So for me, I have never been one that has looked like long range. Five-year plans have never worked out for me, and so I stopped making them. You know, I don't know, to be completely honest. I haven't allowed myself to really think that far in advance. Now, that being said, certain businesses, I have like, I've got like a plan, right? I've got a loose plan because plans obviously are, are constantly evolving. In terms of the Alpha M brand and YouTube channel, I know that I'm still going to be doing videos, you know, God willing, as long as I stay healthy and this platform doesn't kick me off. Um, I love making videos. I love making content. I think that it will evolve. I think that I will start to go more into, I don't know, like, like life advice. I think I do that now and I think I love doing that content. And so I think maybe like entrepreneurish, I can't even say it. I better learn to say it first. Entrepreneur, <laughs> entrepreneurship advice, starting a business, things like that. Like I have a Tish Hanley vlog that I love doing. I've done it for like 238, 39 episodes now and it's all about like business advice and I love that content. It doesn't get any views, but I love doing that content. And so I think trying to balance, you know, the, the tips with style and grooming and, and dating with sort of more like more robust like information and more like casual conversations like this, I think I would love to do. And so I think that is going to evolve. In terms of Pete and Pedro, I see Pete and Pedro growing substantially and becoming a very, very big brand. Um, I've, I've been seeing sort of glimpses of that when I hired in uh, my, my, my guy, Mike Levy, to come and be my marketing director. That's when things really started to scale. And so it's been exciting to see that grow. In terms of Pete and Pedro, I have like sales goals, like in terms of like annual revenue. And I think it's, 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 it's headed there. And so that's really exciting. Um, let's see, T. Shanley, same sort of thing. I see that brand continuing to grow. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if in five years, I possi we possibly um, maybe sold one of like probably T. Shanley, honestly. I think that, not that I, I wanna do that, but if the right company came and we're like, yo, you know, lay, let's, you know, let's blow this up bigger, I think I would still be involved. But in terms of the ownership structure, I think that we probably, if I'm a betting man, would say that if we continue to grow at the rate that we do, I think that we might be acquired by a bigger entity like a Unilever or somebody, you know, like who bought like Dollar Shave Club or something like that, which would be awesome. You know, you hear these entrepreneurship tales of, of companies that start and then they, they sell it to a bigger brand or they get acquired. 
And I think that as an entrepreneur, that's sort of like a feather in your cap and something that you, you know, kind of like gives you street cred a little bit. And so, you know, not that we need to because we're super profitable and we're growing and things are really good and the business is amazing. But I would think that in the next five years, that would mean that we've been doing it for like 10 years at that point. That, uh, that in that time frame, I think somebody might acquire us. But I definitely will still probably be involved if they'll have me. Um, enemy. That's one that, man, I started Enemy with the idea that I just want to see if I could create a super badass sunglass company, right? I just wanted to see, man, and I'm like, yo, can I do it? And so I did it. And this company is sort of like my baby. Um, I, I've invested money in it. I bought the URL or the domain, enemy.com. For those of you who want to know and are curious, how much do you think enemy.com would cost? A really like, like a super cool, like what do you think? You want me to tell you? $43,000. I paid $43,000 for enemy.com because I see the vision and the, the, the ability to grow enemy into a big brand. And so I've been taking this a little bit slower. There's my guy, Paul, that's been helping me uh, from the UK, who I've known for a long time. Interesting story. Paul was actually my first ever sponsorship or promotion on the AlphaM YouTube channel. He had this store called Brighter Man. He was a young dude over in the UK. He was like, hey, I've got some accessories. Would you like to, would you like to talk about them? I'll give them to you for free. I didn't get paid or anything. And I was like, yeah, somebody wants to give me something? And so he gave me this like really like ugly purple scarf. And I'm like, all right, cool. Let me see if I can do this. And, and so I was talking about like summer lightweight scarves and stuff like that. And the reason I ended up getting purple is because I wanted white or like black, but they sold out. And so he gave me a purple one. But anyway, it worked really well for him. And so he and I have, have, have maintained friendship over the years. And, and I needed help with Enemy. I also needed help with like my social media and stuff like that. And so Paul has been, been awesome. And he is an integral part of helping me grow the brand Enemy. And so um, we are currently developing and designing like slim wallets, regular wallets, um, and some other like lifestyle items, along with like some cooler like leather cases with like Enemy stamped in there. We're trying to expand the product line because I feel like Enemy is such a strong name, the brand. I really feel like it could get into more like men's lifestyle accessories. Um, always have the focus be on sunglasses, but really see it, I, I see it growing bigger than just like sunglasses. And so that's what I, I think. And that, I believe, is something that I am going to put more time and energy into in the coming weeks, months, and years as some of these other businesses of mine sort of figure out what happens like, and gets people helping me with them. Anyway, <laughs> um, Menfluential Media, my advertising company, I see that growing. I see that expanding into the female market. We've already hired somebody to help do that and it's been successful and so I feel like Menfluential Media, my, my advertising agency will continue to grow and, and, and be big. Um, that's where I think my businesses will go and, and God forbid I start anything else. I, I seriously don't think I will. Um, I really don't think I will <laughs> because for me, I need to just focus. I need my time. I need my energy. I need to just like, like focus, which brings us to the next question. Next question comes from our friend Christian. He says, how are you doing all of this? You run multiple businesses, a YouTube channel, a podcast, a healthy eating routine, sport with a, sport with a wife, huh? <laughs> I don't know what that means, but yes, I have a wife. 
What are your time management secrets? My time management secrets are have people that are smarter than you help me. I couldn't do all of this without having and being willing to sort of hire people to help me. And so all of my businesses are, are other than like the Alpha M like YouTube channel. And I guess technically I do have an assistant, Debbie, who helps me sort of like draft all of my videos so that they can be loaded onto my website. But, you know, I'm still the one that does all the filming, the editing, the scripting, um, and, and I love it. I love every aspect of it. And so that is the one business that I feel like I, I just, I don't want to give that away. Like that is like my secret sauce and, and sort of why I have like anything else. And so why would I want to, want to give that up? Now, granted, sure, if I could give my video to somebody who just knocks out like the edit and makes it better than me, like I guess that would be great. But for some reason, the way that I film my video is, is like a total cluster. I have like 300 clips by the time I'm done and I know based on doing it for like 10 or 11 years, like how to like pretty quickly, you know, edit a video together. And so like I can get an edit done in like an hour and a half. And so truthfully, if I need to spend like, you know, a few hours a day creating a video that's going to allow me to continue to do all of this, like, okay, like no big deal, like that's fine. Like I'll do that. And I love doing that and that's why I started doing it. But in terms of Pete and Pedro, I've got people that help me. Enemy, I now have somebody who helps me. Um, T. Shanley has a bunch of people who help me. I get to do what I do. I get to be on, you know, like two calls a week with, with Rob and Kelly and then with the, the upper level team, uh, just really to talk like high level strategy and to know what's going on. Menfluential media, I really don't have at this point anything to do with it other than talking to my, my best friend Terry, his brother Brian, or Tom about, you know, brand deals and, and sort of higher level strategy, but I've got great people that help me. And so for me, it's about, you know, staying healthy. It's about, you know, living the lifestyle that I need to live in order for me to have energy and to feel good. And so part of my daily routine is exercising twice a day. And I need that. Like for me, I have built my life around that. Now, when I'm running, when I'm exercising, sometimes I'm on like phone calls and stuff like that. But it's what I've developed. It's, it, it's, it's, the, it's the lifestyle I have designed for myself. Um, I have not always been willing to give up um, responsibility or control, but that was one of the best things that ever happened. When I hired my, my best friend, Terry, to help me sell advertising for my YouTube channel, that was like the first like really big step for me because it was the first time I was like, here, take this. And I saw everything start to escalate. That was the first time that I like, I basically gave somebody else or tossed somebody the keys and then saw the, saw the benefits. I had more time to focus on what I love, which is making video, and somebody who's better at selling and negotiating and doing all that got to do that, which meant he was going to be better at it, he was going to make more money, he was going to negotiate more, and so that was the first real situation where I saw, like with my very own eyes, like almost instantly, that this is better if somebody else who knows this industry or that knows how to do this better you know, than me, I let them do that. And it was me not being a control freak, which is something that I apparently used to have a big issue with. But, um, but yeah, I get people that help me. And so there's no like mystical, magical secret. Um, I work a lot, but, but for me working is you know, going out and exercising and being on a conference call. It's sitting there editing you know, late at night, being on you know, vacation and checking my emails. Like my lifestyle is work. And so it's just part of it. I don't really delineate 
between I'm working now, I'm off now. That doesn't really happen with me um, because for me, it just, I don't want to not pay attention. And so I'm always thinking about it. And so just me checking my emails once in a while, no big deal, right? You got to do what you got to do. The next question comes from our friend Simon. He says, what was the best piece of clothing that you've ever bought? Simple. There are actually, there are two. Is leather jacket, right? I love my lightweight bomber jacket from All Saints. That jacket is like one of the best things I've ever bought. It was expensive. It was like 400 bucks, I think. But man, has it gotten a lot of love. It was that uh, like I, I have a few of them now. I like I went crazy because I, it was so versatile. Um, I was like, oh, maybe I'll get it in a few other colors. And then, but yeah, I love that jacket. It's timeless. It looks great with with when when you dress it up, or actually, you, you don't really dress it up. But it looks great with my staples, which are like my boots and my dark wash jeans. The second best thing I ever bought was was a pair of. Um, G-Star Raw Slim Fit Jeans. Man, I love them. And one of the things that was really cool about G-Star is that they have like shorter inseams. And so for me being short, always, I would go into a store and it was, you know, 29, 30. I could never really find like a shorter inseam than 30, but G-Star has like, I think like 26, 28, 30, like they've got a bunch of them. And so, um, so when I got a pair of like 28 length pants, cause I'm a shorty, five foot six, you know, I think they're like 28, waist is like 28 or 29. It was like, oh my God, where have you been my whole life? Crazy comfortable, look great with anything. And those two pieces right now are my favorites, the best I've ever bought. And the last question comes from our boy, Ali. What's up, brother? He says, are you an introvert or an extrovert? So this is something that I recently realized that I am, at heart, I am an introvert with the ability to come across as an extrovert and socialize when I need to. So the big difference between extroverts and introverts, what I've come to realize after doing research for videos, is that introverts get recharged and basically feel better when they get to be by themselves and not have a lot of stimulation, not around a bunch of people, right? They prefer just to sort of be by themselves and do their own thing and be in their head and, and do their own thing. Now this doesn't necessarily mean that they're shy, but in terms of, of feeling like rejuvenated, for me, I need to be, like, I need my time. Like, I need to be by myself. The Menflential Conference, which is no longer going on, was another, uh, was one of those situations where it was, like, overwhelming. Like, I would be in front of all these people talking and engaging, and, oh, yeah, great to see you. And, and it, was, it was. It was amazing. But by the time I was done with that, like, I didn't want, like, I was so, like, get me out of here. Whenever I go to a party, whenever I go to a bar, there's a lot of people, like, I'm like, get me out of here. I do not like to go to concerts. I do not like to go to music festivals. I personally don't like to be around a lot of people. Um, it makes me uncomfortable. I like to be like myself, my wife, like just chilling. Um, but that doesn't mean that I don't have the ability to be extroverted. Now, on the flip side, extroverts are people that love being around other people, and that is what gets them excited. That's what gets them charged, is the energy and feeding off of other people. That is not me. And so for me, I'm an introvert. I can be extroverted, but it makes me really uncomfortable. I've come to realize. And I think that it's, it's changed. I think when I was younger, I wanted to be around people all the time. And I think that one of the reasons I was like that is because I didn't want to be home, <laughs> because I didn't want to be around my stepfathers. And so I was always looking to go hang out with friends or be around people. And that's what got me like feeling better. 
But as I've gotten older, as I've sort of, you know, done more, been around more, I think that, that I prefer sort of my time. Like me going for a walk, going for a run, being out in nature, um, going out to eat by myself. Like that's, that's what I love. Gentlemen, what a, what a, what a video. What, a, what questions would you think? Gentlemen, if you dug it, drop me one of these if you did or wherever you're watching or me, maybe leave me an incredible rating if you're listening to this on the Alpha M podcast. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being a part of my life. You have changed mine in, in ways that I could never even imagine and never express, but you guys are the real rock stars of this whole situation. And so thank you, I love you, and I will see you soon. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay awesome. Gentlemen, thank you for listening to this episode. As always, I appreciate your support. Once again, if you found this episode or any of the content I've put out in the past helpful, please leave a rating and review on the platform you're listening to this on. Once again, every week, we're going to read out and feature a few of my personal favorite reviews. And if you're looking to upgrade your sunglass game, don't forget to check out Enemy.com. Honestly, the quality of these glasses for the price is insane. Just read the reviews. Gentlemen, stay awesome.